What's good, champs? It's Halloween, so it's only right if we get it started like this. to the Be Great Podcast. This is your host, Glenn, and you're now tuned into episode 20, the Halloween edition. I think everybody who's tuning in, listening right now, we are going to get straight into everything. Today, I'm going into um, the theory of fear versus hope, and we're going to kill all the fear you got in you and hopefully instill some hope into you. And just understanding what that means and how um, how and why each of them are beneficial and um, detrimental. So, yeah. And as always, before I go into the, um, the subject, we are going to give a couple shout outs. And um, I want to go over something that I've been noticing um, as the election and all this political stuff um, is heightening, just uh, something that I just wanted to get off my chest and go into. But again, as always, before I go fully into it, we're going to go back into this candy girl and then we'll be back. All right. Thank you. 
All right, all right. Now, before we jump into things, as a quick preface, again, if this is your first time listening, um, tuning in, the Be Great podcast is not your place for the latest news and you know entertainment. Not the, you know not the place for your trauma, your drama, your baby mama. We are here for excellence and excellence only. We decoding greatness and highlighting and um, going into things that we could take away as individuals from the acts of excellence, the um, things we see um, people doing that's great. So, yeah, um, again, if you're tuning in, this is a podcast of excellence and uh, excellence, a culture of excellence. So with that being said, I'm going to go into my shout outs real quick. And quickly, I just want to give a shout out. Um, if you listen to my last last episode, um, I talked about my boy Jarrell, who's out here in um, Seattle, in the South Seattle community, doing his thing. He's a, he's an MC, uh, artist, a teacher. Um, all the above for the community out here. And with that, um, all the work he's done, it has been um, noticed and rightfully so. He was put into the Seattle's most influential people of 2018 magazine, um, the exact edition is the next generation. Seattle most influential people 2018. You can just go to the seattlemag.com or go to Jarrell's Instagram and find him on there. And uh, man, just shout out to him and everything he's doing. That's what you call um, just right there is shows you um, that nothing, nothing under the sun you know, goes unseen and goes unnoticed. Um, even when you don't feel like, or you may not feel like your work is being um, noticed, it definitely is. And man, shout out to Jarrell. Can't ever, you know, empower and, you know, big up that, that dude too much, man. That dude is a king in every aspect and he's empowering the young kings. So yeah, do you do king and Keep winning and prospering and inspiring the the younger generation, man, because that's what it's all about is, you know, paying it forward. So, yeah, um, next, uh, I want to shout out my boy DeMarie and all his boys with Finesse ENT. They just put out their first uh, short film. If you want to go to his Instagram at this is underscore DJ TV um, or go on YouTube and look up the kickback, you can find the short film on there, man. Uh, you know, like, subscribe, leave them some feedback. Let them know what you think. Uh, keep doing your thing, Demore, man. Y'all dudes is y'all next up, man. Kings of comedy. I like it. Uh love it actually. Dude's been it's it's been it's been in the in the works, man. It's just 
to, you know, everything takes time for you to find, you know, the way that you want to do things. So, man, I'm super, super uh, stoked for what they got and everything in the works because I know they can make a full movie. The short film is just, just touching, you know, the surface of what they got. Um, I love for them to do like a podcast. Like I watch uh, Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and uh, uh, DC Young Fly. They got they they got their podcasts and show that they do, and I'm I'm more than sure that uh, Demarie and Chris and all of them they can do it. So yeah, man, shout out to them and what they got going. Great platform. Um, and great short film. Uh, but, yeah, so just moving on. So, um, as we all know, the mid midterms is coming up, and uh, all the political stuff is hiding in, all the empowerment movements, people starting to get into their, you know, to their, you know, to their feelings and starting to form their groups and push this thing. And it's important um, but I, and I'm not a hundred percent knowledgeable on this, so I don't want to go into something, nothing and talk about nothing that I don't really know. Um, I'll just tell you this. I just recently started voting in the last couple of years, um, and getting into that. And I still don't a hundred percent, uh, <clears throat> still like on the, on the earth side of if what we do matters and that realm of the world but I do it anyway because um the with the hope that something is going down and that our voices no matter how little we feel it is some our vote and our voices are being heard uh so yeah um just going going off that though um I wanted to talk about the empowerment movements and I just be noticing all the empowerment movement, women empowerment, you know, uh, left wing, right wing, da 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 da, uh, which is all funny to me. Um, but just like you know, those empowerment groups, you know, the black empowerment, you know, whatever case may be, white empowerment, um, whatever it is, worker empowerment, um, whatever the case may be, just the empowerment groups that you see happening. And I just wanted to touch up on, man, this is just my opinion, too. So you don't have to take it, you know, it's not concrete. But this is my opinion. And uh, I just want to make a point that um, it's really, to me, really counterproductive and pointless if, you're, if the goal of your empowerment group is to express more hate and shine like you know like make another group feel lower than instead of encouraging bigging up and talking about what your group you know the issues your group uh faces and is fighting and plans on attacking like is is 100% hustling backwards is is counterproductive it actually goes nowhere it's more just like you're it's more just like seems like some of these groups are just wanting war and wanting to have attention instead of actually having an actual goal and a reason why they coming together. Um, like I always believe and say is um, being something, it doesn't mean you have to be anti something. 
You know, if you are pro whatever, you don't have to be anti the other. You can be pro and just be pro. It's not it's nothing wrong. You actually get a lot more done when you focus your energy on just empowering and focusing on what the task at hand that you have instead of trying to, you know, putting all your energy into focusing on what another group or, you know, what someone else got going on and why, because what they do, you can't do what you do as if they enable you or something, you know, um, cause no one, no one enables, no one enables you or disables you from doing anything. So if you want to do something, then, um, do it, you know, it's, it's, it's the strength in numbers, power in the people. So, you know, if you focus, if you, if you give, you create an empowerment groups, you in an empowerment group, or, you know, you want to empower somebody, just don't make it, don't, don't make it about hating on someone, you know, like, you know, shunning someone, you know, empower, talk about why, which, you know, what you empower matters. And that's just my opinion and take on that because I just see a lot of us, you know, a lot of us, you know, go around and we, for me, it's just like you creating a, like, we're more just like creating a, you know, a division, which it has always been the case. And it's like, if we want to actually get somewhere, especially within the black community, we have to, you know, um, not focus on what's, I guess, disabling us, what's not working and focus on what's working and empowering that and talking about that and then bringing up the issues that are, that we do want to take care of and go after that. So, yeah, that's just my opinion on that, man. Um, it's, it's definitely... It's definitely more productive and gets us places when we focus on and put our energy in the places that matter. So, yeah, uh, I don't want to beat that down. I just kind of want to get that point across, man, because it's important as it's important as things get serious. You know, we may we we may potentially see um, another term of this dude we don't want to. So. I think for us to really get something to happen, we have to not focus on him when, like, you know, we have to not focus on him when we have to focus on getting someone else in there and how we can make that happen. So, yeah. Um, but all right. So let's just transition over to this, to what I got today. And that's the fear versus hope and what that looks like before we do that. Here you go. So, look, I've been trying to enjoy the process. I write these words trying to fight temptation. A spitting rap shit quotes a picture of a successful athlete coaching. I don't belong here. Helping niggas that ain't even half me. Boasting about how they did what I never could. I'm past these moments. I was told to enjoy the process. Because when it's over, man, that grass keep growing. The clock keeps scrolling. Trying to live in this moment. I need to thrive in it. Fuck cannonball and I'm trying to dive in it. Inspire generations with every line written. Give it that new school bounce. Stay patient. Gotta make sure they fuck with it. And sharpen lines like knives. So now it's stuck with them. Feel like the best coming. Too many blessings coming to be stressing something. 
I'll take the bad when I'm writing and do some breast reduction. It's so much to get up off my chest, but that's when I flow best. I paint pictures of what they going through these words. It's art galleries. White hoes searching for good dick and some salary. Black women hoping you don't fall in love with Valerie. And they wonder why color means so much. Like, damn, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Pushing is when my brother get popped over new J's in a hoodie trying to stay strong. My biggest fear is my future son being Trayvon. Trayvon. Me and Eric Garner, they murder me to blame him for not having a father. And now his mother stuck. He go to school while she struggle to keep the funding up. He mess his dad, no wonder his grades fucking up. This shit ain't real. Look at the state we in. 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 Now I said one time for my niggas that be old. Welcome back. That was Reason. Reason from TDE. Just a recent artist who just came out of the group. Um, He just dropped his album, I believe, around October 5th. Uh, You can get it on all platforms. It's called There You Have It. Uh, Yeah. Now, let's get into this main topic, fear versus hope. And now, what does that mean? And what does that look like? And so I just want to go into what fear is, and I think we all know what that is. And I actually read a quote um, that said, fear can ignite, but hope and determination is what will lead and persevere. And that really hit a core with me because I was like, man, it's so crazy how all of our lives, we are, we're, we live pretty much fear-based lives. Like the, the, our day-to-day lives are fear-based. Um, and anyone could challenge me on that. But for the, for the typical, for the average person, at least at least the average black person, the way we go about our lives is more fearful than fearless. And um, what exactly does that mean? So I'll just kind of explain. So fear is an unpleasant emotion. This is just the definition. Unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat, or to be afraid um, of something, you know. Um, And that is a fact, you know. In 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 our lives, you know, in the average person lives, you know, we're typically, you know, afraid, you know, that <laughs> well, I say for one, we go get in trouble with our parents. So there goes one fear, you know, the fear of our parents. Then if you raise, you know, any religious, uh, religious um, mantra, you know, um, you have a fear of your deity, your God. Then you have fear of failing. You got fear of dying. So you got all these fears um, that the average person, um, you know, lives by. And the reason for that is, is it's pretty much indoctrinated into us. It's kind of programmed, like, you know, it's not nothing that's necessarily, it's more of a subconscious thing because it's like generational. Uh, as you look at things, um, at least in the American history, we're just taught to be fearful. 
not fearless. It's like be afraid, always be on the edge, which I'm going to go into May. It has some benefits, but for the most part, we're so fearful because of how we are programmed. We wake up, see on TV, you know, they got all these things for us to be scared of. We look at the news. They ain't talking about nothing, but, you know, um, what's going on, what's going wrong in the world. And so, you know, it's like a constant, it's a constant subconscious uh, input of fear into our heads. So um, it's kind of one of those things that like we don't even think about it, but we go about our lives in fear and it goes in every aspect of our life, you know, financially, relationally, um, emotionally, you know, everything is pretty much fear-based. You know, we get into relationships, you know, hoping to not lose, like, you know, expecting, you know, wanting to not lose a person instead of enjoying being with the person. Um, and now is having fear beneficial? Uh, definitely. Cause like I said, for a lot of us fear ignites. So when we're doing something, you get into, you know, you know, you see a, you see a, you know, see, you see a girl you like, or a man you like, or you see, you know, you, you play in a sport, the, the fear of losing, the fear of being defeated, the fear of missing out ignites. And that's a powerful ignite because it's like, all right, like, I got to give my all, you know, and I'm a hundred percent behind that, that fear definitely ignites. Fear is beneficial in that fact that it pushes you. Um, now, is it, is it something that we should hold on to as fear? Definitely not. Um, it's, fear is a, I guess I'll give the predator versus prey comparison. A predator wakes up in attack mode. Um, a predator wakes up not fearing that it's going to get attacked unless it's by something, unless it happens to be something that considers it prey. Predator wakes up and uh, is is ready to go versus a prey. The prey usually wakes up and is on edge, hoping that it gets to another day. You know, um, pretty much praying that the day goes as a great day is them staying alive. That's the that's the prey um, mindset. And so you got to. The way to live is more predator, um, predator based. You got to wake up like a lion. You got to wake up, um, you know, got to wake up like the shark. You got to wake up like the bear. Um, versus waking up like the rabbit or the gazelle or, you know, the little fish that's, you know, just out just trying to survive. Um, and um, fear is more of a prey, is more of a prey uh, mindset. And now um, what hope looks like, you know, I think what hope looks like, I guess we can all, get an example of what hope looks like in our life. Hope is like when, when you see that girl that you really want and you go say something to her, you're hoping that, you know, you're hoping that she messes with you or, you know, you get in the game and you've been putting in this work. Your hope is that your work is going to pay off. You know, uh, 
you can see all you can see all type of different examples of hope. Um, you know, when you pray, you hope that you know God's listening and answers your prayers. That's hope that you know you you're going through life and uh, the things you want and the things that you care about are taken care of, and that's hope. Um, and I guess in the definition version of it, it's a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen, um, a feeling of trust, um, wanting something to be the case. And that's hope. And um, uh, I 100% believe being, you know, I'm definitely the person who's overly optimistic, uh, think, try to think, the, you know, the best situation, the best thought in anything. Um, and I, is it beneficial or detrimental? Now it has its benefits and its downside. Um, now do I think there's a problem with being overly hopeful and optimistic? Not at all. That's my take on it. There's nothing wrong with being overly. I just say it's always the fact of being realistic with your optimist, your optimism. Um, because there's one thing to be, um, hopeful and optimistic, but you also have to realize you are human and you are in a, you, you, there is reality to what you live. So, um, not to limit yourself, but to understand what is what currently and accepting that because until you do that, then you'll live in this like fantasy land like you know you're not who you are and you're not where you are and you don't have what you have um it's definitely a thing though that being overly hopeful and optimistic most of those people typically end up having longer lives because a, a person who's fearful stresses a person who sees the bigger picture, who wants something better to happen, they typically, the more they think about the better thing happening, it ends up happening because more, more solutions than problems start to arise in that person's mind. Um, yeah. And so I guess just a few little ways to, um, I guess, develop that. Um, hope and how and what that looks like is, yeah, you seek you seek solutions and be around problem solvers. I think the number one thing with people who are hopeful that you often see is they sometimes some people some hopeful people are around a bunch of negative people, but they in their own personal bubble they probably listen to a lot of hopeful stuff. They probably read a lot of hopeful things. Um, but I say just in, in the circle aspect is um, be around problem solvers and be around um, optimistic people, people who see the light in things, see, a, a, you know, a better day and, and what's going on. Even if it's a great day, they see a even a even better day, you know, because that's there's always elevation. There's there's no there's no tip top in when you're doing it with people that, you know, you enjoy their, um, you and en you enjoying the time with them and you enjoying 
you know, what you guys are able to create together, then it expands more than just, you know, the group because it's something bigger than you guys. Um, and another thing that I see is just is be okay with networking, be okay with branching out. Um, cause the reality of, you know, you getting on, like how many people do we often see, um, get put on or, you know, be able to go from nothing, you know, to, you know, to where they want to be with keeping the same, you know, people around them all of their lives. It just rarely, rarely happens unless you grew into a family where you're able to do that. And uh, often not, you see a lot of people, you see a lot of geniuses, you see a lot of hopeful people. They often don't go anywhere, end up fading back into the fearful, kind of envious mindset because they are around a bunch of people who don't see, you know, the light in the day, they kind of feel like, all right, you know, um, let me just stick with what I know, stick with who I know, um, because there's no better days. And that's absolutely wrong. Um, There's way too many people out here. um, And that's another thing, man, is just, you know, give give a little bit of hope to the world, man. We live in a world where we've been around so many people for people to kind of cocoon themselves out of nowhere and shut the fact that someone else outside of someone they know can help elevate them, um, shut it out, shut it out of their head is is kind of, kind of insane in a sense, because you then shutting out possibilities and, you know, blessings that, you know, you know, the Lord above may have for you because you never know who you come across and who may be the blessing in your life. And that can be your potential business partner, be your potential husband or wife, whatever the case may be, man, never be afraid to network and, um, and go about it. Definitely go about it. You know, we are in a little weird, um, era and, way but like go go about everything you know with common sense and intellect and trust your gut um and i get and with that man i guess another thing how you can do that is just never be the smartest person in the room always you know always put yourself in a situation to where you know someone in some way knows more than you because the scary thing is when you know everything. If you know more than everybody in the room, then at that point you have outgrown the room that you're in. You know, um, you got to continue to put yourself around people who um, teach you something. You know, and that can be outside of your, you know, occupation or whatever the case may be, um, your passion. But someone who can teach you, say you into, you know, sports, someone who can teach you something in tech, you in tech, someone who can teach you something, you know, in health or, you know, if you're in, you're, you're a doctor, someone who could teach you something in, you know, something else. Um, just never being the smartest person allows you to have hope that there's other things and other people 
doing something that's helpful and that you can learn from. Because once you become the smartest person, you kind of get this, you, you, you'll get a, a head, you know, where like, it's like, okay, no one can teach me nothing. Or it's like, there's nothing else to learn, which are both very counterproductive, very, um, I'll say, um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? But yeah, it's a very counterproductive, um, small minded, uh, mindset when you start to believe there's nothing more to learn and there's, you know, that no one else knows anything more than you. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of get that out, kind of break that down and, uh, talk about it, you know, fear versus hope, because I, I'm, I'm definitely, um, I'm an advocate of, of optimism and hope and seeing the brighter day, seeing the bigger picture and things, because there's so much that's going on so much that's out there for everyone and to get caught up in what's not and who's doing what is you're placing yourself in a place where you'll never realistically and um, like realistically speaking, never get yourself out of a place that, you know, you get caught in because you don't, you, you, you fear more than you um, expect and fit, you know, feel that can actually happen. And that's a deep, dark place, you know, for anybody that is, you know, scared, you know, and I understand changes, change is definitely not easy. It's nothing that, you know, that anyone can make seem like is easy. Change is never easy. Becoming optimistic and hopeful isn't easy, especially when everyone around you. So I say that the hardest thing is when you got people who are fearful and jokes a lot. And then when you got people around you who are just negative and it might be harder to be around people who are uh, fearful and act like they're not because that's the scariest part because you know that they are scared but they're acting like they're not and that can hold you back because then them bringing up practical reasons why you should be fearful will make you fearful, you know, instead of, you know, those thoughts that you had in your head to keep you, you know, in hope and keep you encouraged. So yeah, man, stay encouraged, uh, remain hopeful, you know, pray if that's, you know, if that's what you do, um, cause it is power in it. And keep doing your thing. Um, again, being great is definitely not going to be something you see everyone do. But if you make the decision every day, you can be great. And when you look at, you know, your favorite, whatever the case may be, um, you know, the people you look up to, your role models, those people have more hope. I guarantee you they're very hopeful. They instill hope into you. They encourage you. So continue to do that and uh, allow hope to be the beacon of your life and not fear. Wake up and attack the day like a lion, not like a gazelle, because then that's when you win more. That's when you do more. That's when you create more. You love more. 
was when you wake up with hope. I hope I didn't talk your heads off enough. Um, just wanted to get that out there, get, you know, get the conversation going. How do you feel about fear and hope and what's more dominant in our society? And what's your thoughts? Talk to me. Let me know. I'm thankful for everybody who tuned in and listened to me babble on. Um, but as always, again, like I said, being great is not something everybody's going to do. But if you make the decision every day, you surely can be it. Live the triple-double life, work, win, worship every day. It's a lifestyle. I'll talk to y'all later. And again, um, before I go, I do got a segment uh, I'm going to start adding called Reversing Mr. Brown and Mr. White's uh, Old Ways. And that's going to be pretty much me um, giving out three to five um, things that we are told when we're like younger or like things that we see <clears throat> from like past, you know, generations uh, that were less uh you know, I, I won't say educated, but they're less um, equipped with research and less equipped with like, you know, experience and just some of the things that um, old teachings try to tell us that are, in fact, not correct. And um, yeah, we're going to go into that. I'm going to start doing that. Um, but yeah, man, um, say no more. Send you out with a vibe. and. I'll see y'all next week. All right, kings and queens, have a great week. And stay away from the open candies, man.